What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Friday, September 7th. Today shows week one, start and sit, who we're putting in our flexes. Uh, first, are you guys ready for some football? Last night, Thursday night's game. What a game. What a game. It was a fantastic end to a great Thursday night game. All the way to the last play. It looked a lot like the playoff game last year. Julio goes up and just cannot come down with it in the end zone as the time expires. Philly wins 18-12. Awesome game. Uh, Fantasy-wise, Julio was Julio, a beast like he always is. And Jay Ajayi gets the goal line work and two touchdowns. Nice game for those two. Good job. So, flying solo today. No Michelle. I don't have a Michelle's minute for you guys. But I got something else. I got a little story I want to tell you. I don't know. I find it funny. And let's say it's going to take, it, it, we'll replace Michelle's minute with this, with this fun, fun, fun story. All right. So the other day I was working in my garage. I was um, finishing up a piece. My wife was um, doing, I was doing like the fine, the touch up painting on it and whatnot. She's repainted it and finished this new uh, uh, shelf that we're going to put in our family room. Looks fantastic, by the way. Thank you, babe. Um, so I got the music going in, in the garage and I'm, I'm just rocking out and this song comes on and I'm just singing away, you know, burn them up, burn them up, burn them up. She goes, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what are you singing? And I'm going, burn them up, right? That's, that's how this song goes, right? Cause you know. My, the way my mind works is I, I saw it in a movie. It was the movie Hot Rod with Andy Sandberg, And the part in the movie was this hot rod car, like, burning out, you know, doing his burnout. And um, so I'm assuming, burn him up. She goes, you're a dork. It's not burn him up. It's Panama. I'm like, no, Panama. What, what are they saying Panama for? Okay. I know I don't have a lot of... Um, Knowledge when it comes to music, that is why I uh, go go with whatever my wife says because she is more musically inclined than I am. So, look up the song. Yep, it's Panama. Oops. So, you know, there, there. I look like a fool, and and this isn't the first song I've done this to. I've done I do this to a lot of songs. I hear what I want to hear when it comes to the lyrics. I don't pay attention to the lyrics. Me, I like beats. I like music. I like hearing the mu- the music part, the instrumental. I enjoy that. And so, Panama, great song. Love the music. Have no clue what, what the lyrics were about. So, now, every time that song comes on, we all get a nice little giggle and laugh. And it's it's a lot of fun. So, hope you enjoyed that. Um, where can you find the show? You can find the show, Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and also on the site, fantasyknockout.com. You go to the site, you scroll all the way down to the bottom. It will be on the bottom there. You just can click play. It'll be the latest episode um, on there. And so you can also go to the episodes part, and then you can go back and listen to any other episode that you may have missed or whatnot. 
Speaking of missing an episode, make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss out. Fantastic, fun stories, hot takes, great fantasy knowledge. So I'm going to be dropping on you guys. All right. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Please support the show by becoming a Patreon. Every little bit helps. You can do this at patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. Just go over there, sign up. You get direct access. Uh, every week I'm going to put a, a post, a forum, where you guys can ask your questions. If you um, t- you know help su- support the show, you get direct access to me and any questions you need, trade questions, start sit questions, you know, what's your favorite color? You want to know anything more about me? All that's on there. So please support the show by going to patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. Real quick, I, I don't know if any of you seen it. Um, Thursday before the kickoff, I, I went live on Facebook and I had like this little hot tip and trick. Um, gonna I don't know. I'm going to try to do that more often is some fun little tricks, go live and do some live things. Anyways, get right to it. I'll, re- I'll repeat what I said. Thursday night's game, you want to get your players out of your flex positions. Don't put your starting guys, you know, the early games in the flex. I don't care if it's, you know, Jay Ajayi. If you, you know, yeah, he went off. But here's the thing is, what if you put Corey Clement in? What if you started Devontae Freeman in your flex? You know, now you're stuck because now you can't move him out. And let's say you're stud running back, you know, Le'Veon Bell all of a sudden is holding out. And you didn't know that he was going to hold out. Now you have to replace that running back with another running back. The whole option of the flex spot is to be flexible. Don't burn your options, okay, people? So get the guys out of your flex spots. Put them in the normal spots. Be smart. It 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 will help you down the road. It might seem, you know, not all that important right now. But trust me, later on the season, it's going to make a difference. So please be smart. Get them out of the flex on your Thursday night games. All right, let's get into the news. News with views. Oh, man, my voice is cracking. News with views. All right. um, I don't know if you guys heard, but Devontae Freeman, running back from the Atlanta Falcons last night, left Thursday night's game. Before the fourth quarter started with a right knee injury. Still waiting on the results. Don't know if it's uh, minor or if it's a significant thing. So we'll monitor that. We'll probably have that on um, Tuesday's show. And we'll keep you updated there. Quarterback Carson Wentz, Philadelphia Eagles. Expected to be sidelined several more weeks with his knee injury. Uh, they're not going to rush him back. He is their franchise. He's their future there in Philly. And if you watched the game, you saw Foles did a good enough job. They don't need to rush him back. So if you drafted Wentz, know you're in the long haul. So if you have the roster uh, bench space and you have a and you drafted a backup quarterback, roll with your backup. If you have Wentz and only Wentz and don't have the roster moves, drop him. I mean, he's going to be missing a couple weeks, the first four weeks. I know, you know, might it might be hard to do because you did may you might have spent uh, a higher draft pick for him. Uh, but if he's not going to play for for the next month, why why hold on to him? You know, put him on your bench or uh, put him on the waivers. Pick somebody else up. Stream them. There are going to be plenty more options. You still got like a Jameis Winston coming up in three weeks. You know, there's going to be other options out there. 
I'm here to help you out with the streaming quarterbacks. We got some more uh, starts of the week down later in the show, so stay tuned to that. Uh, next bit of news, we got running back Chris Thompson of the Washington Redskins. Redskins is not listed on the injury report with his uh, leg issue. Great. Originally, he said he was gonna uh, he wouldn't be 100% until like October, November. Well, from what his coaches are seeing, from what I'm seeing and what his coaches are saying in camp in preseason is he's looking like he was last year, electric. So, I know a lot of people are sleeping on him. He might be there on the waivers. Snag him up, put him in your bench. He's he actually you could probably put him in your flex this week. I would not uh, be opposed to doing that. There are some other guys I like more, but if you're limited, if you are suffering from the McKinnon or Le'Veon Bell issues and couldn't grab James Conner, uh, Thompson's not a bad play either. Uh, next, we got wide receiver Josh Gordon from the Cleveland Browns. His coach, Hugh Jackson, confirmed Gordon will be on a pitch count week one against the Steelers. Well, what does that mean, Mark? Well, that means they're going to ease him in. They're not going to just roll him out there and go, here you go, Josh, figure it out. They're going to basically limit him to a handful of plays. So if you have Gordon, if you were expecting Gordon to be your stud, he still might be later in the season, long play, okay, not week one. So find someone else to put in your flex, put Gordon on your bench. Uh, Next, we got tight end Antonio Gates of the Los Angeles Chargers. He is optimistic he will play in the season opener. Um, You should have other options at tight end right now. I would not be starting Antonio Gates until I see something from him. Uh, I want to see that Rivers and Gates connection before I even pick him up on my team. And I want to see it happen a couple times before I would even think about starting him. To me, it's, you know, if you got nothing else, okay. But there are other guys right now in the tight end spots I like better for this week. It's time to get to the Le'Veon Bell saga. Yeah, ring my bell. Oh, gosh. This sucks. This Le'Veon Bell holdout sucks. Everyone wants to know what's going to happen. Here's the truth. No one knows. No one knows but himself, Le'Veon Bell. I personally don't believe Bell is going to play this week, so make accommodations. If you were smart, you picked up James Conner. If you didn't, sorry, you missed out. Um, you know, Bell, we want you all, We want you back. I especially want you back. I got him in a couple leagues of mine. I was smart enough. I got Connor. And in the leagues I don't have Bell, I was smart enough. I got Connor as well. And so I'm trying to trade him to the Bell owner. Or, hey, I think he might be good enough that you could use, especially this week, week one, you can use him. So the latest news surrounding Bell right now is he has until November, week 10, to report. Uh, If he holds out that long, he will retain his eligibility for free agency. He will give up a significant amount of money uh, by doing this. I believe it's like 800000 a week. almost. So that would be like $8 million that he'd pass on if he waits till week 10. Um, so here's the thing is they cannot extend him. Uh, he's beyond the date on which that could happen. So it's not like they can give him a new contract. Uh, the only options they have right now is he signs the franchise tender gets paid for the full amount, the 14 some odd million dollars he's worth, or they trade him. 
Um, it's funny. I was talking to Michelle. Um, I mentioned that, you know, the trade's an option. And I looked at her, and she goes, well, what does that matter? And I go, well, what teams right now have assets to trade? And what team, what, you know, Pittsburgh would want would be draft picks. Well, I'm like, the Raiders have some picks. It's a long shot. I don't think that'll happen. So, But it was funny. Just got her mind going. She's like, ooh, Le'Veon Bell, woohoo! <laughs> so, um so they could trade him. Le'Veon Bell, he's 26 years old. He wants to get paid. He hasn't had his big, long contract yet. He saw Gurley get paid. He wants his money. I don't blame him. Personally, I don't blame him for what he's doing, but it sucks as a fantasy owner. Just come back and play, bud. Come on, man. Um, James Conner, speaking of him, he's going to be a top 10 running back against the Cleveland Browns this week. Uh, Conner has looked great all preseason. Uh, James is not a slouch, okay? In college, he beat cancer, all right? He could have been a first or second round running back pick in the draft. Um, he's He's got some talent, okay? Smart move for Bell in this whole situation would be for him to show up this Saturday. If he does that, he still gets paid for this Sunday's game, and everything's hunky-dory. All right, he gets his full amount, and he bought, he comes back, and he misses week one. He won't play week one, but he gets paid as if he was there if he shows up this Saturday. That's best-case scenario. I don't know what's going to happen. If that happens, fantastic. Then week two, we roll out Le'Veon Bell. If that doesn't happen, if he continues to hold out, you have to make accommodations for this. You know, you got to be smart, okay? Uh, here's an interesting kind of a cool stat here. So there's been 16 games of data, you know, almost a full season's worth, where Bell did not play with the Steelers. And I'm not talking like throwaway games. Like these are games where he just missed injury and stuff like that. The Steelers scored 26.6 points without him. And with him, 25.2. Okay, so actually they did better without him. Uh, the, the team's still scoring points. Their win percentage went down from 70% to 69 so 70% with him, 69% without him. You know, sounds like, like I said, sounds like they don't need him. Don't get me wrong. You're still going to want him out there because he is the best running back in the game. But I'm not worried about the Steelers' offense without Le'Veon Bell. They'll get it done. Okay, but here's the question for fantasy owners. What can you live with? No one knows how long he's going to hold out. You know, question is, do you... Dash him on your bench? Do you just wait it out yourself? Or do you deal him? Do you trade him and try to get something and it becomes somebody else's headache? Okay? So that's the question you got to ask yourself personally as an owner if you own Bell. What are you willing to deal with? How much of this are you willing to deal? Because let's say you trade him. You trade him for, um, uh, let's see, guys going for like a straight up trade right now is a Devontae Freeman for Le'Veon Bell. Okay, it's somewhat fair. You make that trade right now, and let's say Bell comes back week two. Can you live with yourself? Can you live with yourself that you gave Bell away for Devontae Freeman? Uh, but let's say he holds out for week 10. Now you look smart. So the que- that's the question. You just got to ask yourself, what are you comfortable? What are you personally comfortable with? Also, what do you do with Connor? Okay, If you have Bell and you got Connor, don't worry. If you have Bell and you don't have Connor, do you go get him? Do you make a trade for him? 
Well, trades that I've seen going with Connor are like an Amari Cooper. Hey, Kurt, hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's one of my guys in my family league is uh, Kurt's got Amari Cooper. He snagged him before I could, and I want Cooper this week or this year. I have Connor. He's got Bell. Ah, let's make a deal, bud. Hit me up if you want Connor. All right. Um, other other trades for Le'Veon Bell. I've seen like Kenyon Drake and Mike Evans for Le'Veon. So, yeah. again, you just gotta be, you gotta find out what you're comfortable with. Me personally, I'm gonna try to ride Bell out. I'm gonna, um, you know, since I have him and I have Connor, I'm gonna ride it out. I figured I got the replacement. I'm good. Um, I'm gonna try to acquire Bell. In other leagues, I think I've drafted enough running back depth where I could uh, withstand the uh, holdout. So long enough. This has been long enough talk about Le'Veon Bell. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the main event. Uh, first, you can follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Main event. All right, we're going to kick it off. We got the start, sit, players to put in your flex. Uh, first, I got a cool another tip and trick. Don't get cute. Start your studs, okay? You drafted them, be that. Don't get all try to cute and outmatch up people. It's going to burn you. Start your studs. You know, like um, great instance is Odell Beckham, and I'll talk about him later in the receivers, probably <laughs> repeating myself, but... Odell Beckham goes up against Jacksonville's defense. Number one ranked defense this week. Jalen Ramsey's going to shadow him. Going to shut him down. Guess what? It's Odell Beckham. He still has talent. He just You got to lower your expectations. Okay, You still start him. You still play him. He might not have the great game he's, that we all expect him to. Understand that. But he still is Odell Beckham. You can't sit him. Don't get cute. Because if, let's say, you do get cute and you try to put somebody else in there and he's on your bench and he goes off and catches a touchdown and, I don't know, okay, it goes, uh, what, seven receptions for 80 yards. I mean, that's that's a solid week fantasy-wise. I think you'd be kicking yourself. So don't make that mistake. Start your studs. If you, if you question it, start your studs, okay? Otherwise, hit me up on Patreon, all right? So we'll get right into it. We got the quarterbacks. Andrew Luck. I got him in a couple leagues. I am starting him. I like Luck. There are a lot of questions surrounding him, you know, because he hasn't played in a long time. He's going against, um, he's not going against uh, Perfect. Perfect on the Cincinnati Bengals is not going to be playing this week. So I like this matchup. He should be good. Don't stress about him. He's in my top 10 as a quarterback. Next, we got Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. He's going against a bad secondary in Carolina. I like the talent at wide receiver for Dallas. Um, they'll get it done. I don't think there's going to be one main guy he focuses on. He's going to spread the ball around. You got Alan Hearns, Michael Gallup, rookie. You got Cole Beasley. You can even dump it off to um, Ezekiel Elliott and Rod Woodson. Their tight end, I think, is uh, everybody's saying it's Rico Gathers, but there's another guy there it's escaping my mind. Anyways, Prescott is a good quarterback last year. He was a top 10 quarterback when, when him and Elliott played. Not worried about Prescott. Also, he's got a nice floor with his rushing ability. And he's always, always got an option for a quarterback sneak for a touchdown. Because when they get in that goal line, that's what they do. Is they stack the ball, they stack the, sorry, they stack the line against Elliott. He rolls out, walks in for a touchdown. Always an option with Prescott. 
Next, we got Andy Dalton. Actually, I'm going to talk about him a little later in the show. So we'll skip him for now. Tyrod Taylor is next of the Cleveland Browns. Just like Prescott, he's got a nice floor with his rushing ability. Um, when Taylor was in Buffalo, he averaged like, I believe, 60 to 65 yards a game rushing. And when you do that, that's a, that's almost a touchdown. That's like a touchdown and a half built into your you know thing. So if he only throws for one touchdown, that's like having two and a half touchdowns. Fantastic. Like Taylor's ability. Uh, he's going to use Jarvis Landry and his tight end, David Njoku, a lot this week. They're going to ease in Gordon. Um, he's he's a smart guy. They're going to they'll be fine in Cleveland. I don't see them winning the game, but Pittsburgh's going to you know run up the, the score. And I think fantasy wise, I like Taylor this week. He's not going to lose you your week if you start him at quarterback. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the same game, got Ben Roethlisberger. He has no Le'Veon Bell. Again, not worried. I think James Conner will be great, but he does still have his. Number one receiver, uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. Brown's going to feast. Here's another cool, crazy stat, right? 16 games without Le'Veon Bell, right? We talked about him before. In those 16 games, that's almost a whole season, okay? So kind of easy to wrap your mind around about like seasonal stats, projected stats. We do that for the year. So in those 16 games without Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown did this 146 receptions. That's a lot. 2,080 yards. That's a lot. 13 touchdowns. That's a lot. So, not worried about Antonio Brown and Beth Roethlisberger. They're going to make the connections. He's also got his um, other receivers, Juju Smith, one of our one of our family favorites. Uh, we like Juju here in this in the Shannon household. Uh, but they also have uh, James. Uh, yeah, James Washington, the other receiver there, rookie receiver. I think. The Steelers will be fine, like Ben Roethlisberger. All right, let's get right into the running backs. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be a Steeler theme. We got James Conner. No Le'Veon Bell. Really like his upside. He will be a top 10 running back this week. I've already talked enough about him. Moving on. Alex Collins of the Baltimore Ravens. Well, I'm going to wait because we're going to talk about him a little later again. Jamal Williams is next. Jamal Williams, Green Bay Packers. Not worried about this fantastic Chicago defense that's, you know, amazing now that they have Khalil Mack. Not worried this week. Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith are going to be studs. Did you hear me? Are going to be studs. They are studs now, but they will be studs. I don't see them playing every single down in this game. Okay? They're going to be situational players, so they're not going to be on the field the whole time. I like Williams. He also plays with the best quarterback in the league, fantasy-wise, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Also, Jamal Williams does not have the other running back, Aaron Jones, taking any carries away from him because Jones is suspended the first two weeks. I like Jamal Jamal's upside this week. Start him in your flex. Roll with him. Next, we got running back James White of the New England Patriots. So the reason I like White is because you got Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead both banged up. They're going to ease Burkhead into the role. They're going to ease Sony Michelle into his role. Who does that leave you? Jeremy Hill? Okay, he might steal a goal line touchdown or something. I don't know. James White. If you watch any New England playoff games, James White is always there in the red zone. Tom Brady trusts him. And he's a great receiving 
running back. So half point, full point PPR leagues. I like White in the flex this week. Here's also another question. If you don't play him this week, when are you going to play White? Okay? This is the week to play him. Everybody's kind of banged up and going to get eased into the role. New England knows how to use their players. They know how to use him, especially in that red zone area. So I like James White. Put him in the flex. Start him. You're not going to be disappointed. Next, we got the Matt Burita and Alfred Morris from the Niners. Okay? If you... Um, suffered the Jarek McKinnon loss. And these are your only guys. You picked one of these guys up, and these are your only option. I understand. Go ahead and start them. I don't like them this week. Not against Minnesota's defense, one of the top five defenses. They're great at shutting down the run. Okay? if Like I said, if you have no options, go ahead. It's fine. Get some points, you know, but you should have other options this week. Please find someone else if, if, if you're stuck with Matt Breida or Alfred Morris. Um, out of the two, I like Breida best. Uh, but, again, try to find somebody else. Um, you know, James White should be there on waiver, on the waiver wire. You could snag him up, play him over these guys. All right? Next, we got Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Um, I believe Chicago is not going to have an answer for him or Aaron Rodgers this, this game. Rodgers has got that killer look in his eye, you know, locked on, ready to go, going to just destroy everybody. Um, Adams is going to feast. I I see a lot of targets for him. I think Will Fuller is the the defensive back there in Chicago. He's not good enough to hold Adams to, you know, um, a bad game or anything like that. Start your Adams. Start your Rodgers. Those are pretty much gimmies. I like those. Next, we got Odell Beckham of the New York Giants. Um, I kind of hinted them already. I'll recap this real quick. Um, I'm fading him this week because he's going against Jalen Ramsey of the Jacksonville Jaguars and A.J. Bouye. They both are great defensive backs. They are going to shut him down. Not enough to um, you know, hold him out to a zero. He's not going to put up a goose egg or anything like that. But he's not going to go off. He's not, I don't see, you know, I mean, he, hey, it's Odell Beckham. He's a freakish talent. I love, yeah, I'm a super fan of his. There is a chance, there is a percentage chance he goes off and can have 100 plus yards and a touchdown or two. Okay. There's always that chance with Beckham. That's why you do play him. But what I'm saying is lower your expectations. Expect, I don't know, four catches for 50 to 60 yards, okay? You're going to get like six to eight points. That should be his baseline. That's what you should expect from him this week. Anything more than that, take it as a win because of the defense he's going against. All right, next we got Amari Cooper of the Oakland Raiders. This is a Monday night last game. Um, I love Cooper this year. Don't get me wrong. I like Cooper a lot. This is just not the game to love Cooper, Okay. I don't expect him to have a monster game, kind of like Odell Beckham. He's going against the great Rams defense. They brought in some solid DBs this this year. Um, if you drafted him, he's, he's your second receiver. You got to use him. Roll with him. I mean, again, he's got the talent, not as much, but similar to o- Odell, uh, where he could break loose and you know get a sixty yard touchdown. Who knows? Don't expect it. You know, expect a lower stat line for Cooper. I don't know, maybe three or four catches with, you know, 45 yards, something like that. You know, that's five, six points. I mean, it's not going to win you your week. So if you got a, if you got a better option, 
find someone other than Amari Cooper this week. Uh, next guy, we got Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. I love his rapport that he's got going with his new quarterback, Pat Mahomes. He's going to be used a lot of different ways, and his talent is a freak. I mean, Tyreek the freak is, is I don't know, I like him. If you can try to trade for him and get him this year, I like I like Hill. I think everything's looking on the bright side. So if you got Hill, put him in your lineup, start him. He's going to have a great game against uh, the Chargers. Uh, well, next, we got the tight ends. Got a couple of these guys for you. Kind of hit some streamers last show. Tyler Eifert of the Cincinnati Bengals. I predict him to grab a touchdown this week. He's going to catch a touchdown. He's healthy. He's um, secretly kind of one of my guys. I, I didn't put it out there. I like Eifert. I've always been a fan of his. He's very touchdown dependent. Dalton looks good. You know, uh, spoiler alert, I got Dalton as one of my starts of the week. Dalton's going to have a good solid week. He's going to have to go with Eifert and Green and Ross. I mean, I think Eifert catches a touchdown. If you get a touchdown from your tight end, you're happy. That's what you're looking for, okay? Next, we got Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts. Same game. Uh, Last year, he killed it against the Bengals. That was with a backup quarterback, Okay, Luck loves to use his tight ends. It's kind of weird. Luck loves tight ends. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Anyways, Luck does throw it to his tight ends. He dumps it off to his running backs. Luck's going to be a good good matchup this week. It's indoors. It's in the dome. I like Doyle, and I like Eifert in this game. I think this whole this game is going to be a lot of points. So, uh, Next, we got David Njoku, Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm going to talk about him in a couple minutes. So... Go to the next guy, Jordan Reed, Washington Redskins. I like Reed this year. I like Reed when he's healthy. When he's not healthy, he sucks. <laughs> uh, guess what? Jordan Reed is healthy. He's not on the injury report right now. And that means he's got great upside. When he's healthy, he can put up numbers like Rob Gonkrowski. So, hey, I know I sound like a broken record. Reed's healthy. Reed's healthy. If he's there on the waivers... Start him. If you drafted him, start him. You're going to like what you get from Reed this week. Alex Smith knows how to use his tight ends as well. Let's get into the starts of the week. I'm going to do two starts for every position. We'll go over quarterback, running back, receiver, and tight end. And to kick it off, we got my number one start, Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints. I'm not worried about Brees. I know he kind of had a down year last year with his touchdowns. We talked about him before in some of the episodes. I like Breeze. I think it's gonna his touchdowns are gonna come up some. It's not gonna be that ratio of one to one with rushing to passing touchdowns. It's gonna be more of that normal two to one. Um, especially since Mark Ingram is suspended the first four games. That means they're going to use Kamara and the other weapons as far as Michael Thomas and even Benjamin Watson. I like Breeze this week. He's at home. He's in the dome. He's going to start the season off right with a bang. They're hungry. The Saints want to win. Put Start Breeze. Fire him up. Next, we got quarterback Andy Dalton. Oh, that almost hurts saying it as much as you guys hearing it. <laughs> I know. Dalton was horrible last year. He's going to be a solid fantasy quarterback this week. I like Dalton this year, too. 
But this week, especially against Indianapolis, great matchup. You know what? It kind of reminds me um, the movie Men in Black, right, with Will Smith and uh, Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. It's it's that um, mind eraser thing, right? Forget what you saw last year with Andy Dalton. We're gonna zap you again. That's right. You needed it twice. Andy Dalton's a good quarterback week one, okay? That's all you got to hear. Great matchup, great string matchup. He's my start of the week. Uh, running back, Joe Mixon, same game. He's going to get the workload. He's going to catch some balls from Andy Dalton. He's facing a really bad indie defense. I predict this to game to be a very high-scoring game. Nobody's going to play defense. A lot of um, offensive Play is going to be happening. Uh, very, very heavy fantasy impacted game. He's got a great chance that he's going to be the rushing leader after week one. Joe Mixon, one of my guys. Love it. Next, we got running back Alex Collins. Uh, that's right. You hear that? Irish jig. Yep, he's, a, he's the Irish jig dancer, right? Alex Collins, Baltimore Ravens. He's going against Buffalo. Buffalo allowed the most points to the running back last year. Uh, I don't see Baltimore needing to throw the ball all that much. So what does that mean? A heavy workload for Mr. Collins. Yes. He's going to be dancing. He's going to be jigging all game long. Okay. Start Alex Collins. I know when you drafted him, it probably didn't feel all that great. I like Collins. Put him in. Next, we got wide receiver Chris Hogan of the New England Patriots. Yep, he's as safe as they come this week. He's locked and loaded as the wide receiver one for Mr. Thomas Brady. You have no Julian Edelman. Uh, He's out for four games, so who's Brady going to throw it to? James White, Chris Hogan, Rob Gronkowski. There you go. They're going to throw the ball a lot. I'm not worried about Houston's defense all that much. I think New England knows how to play against them well. Hogan is going to do well. Start him in your flex. Start him as your wide receiver, too. Fire him up. All right. Next, we got wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald of the Arizona Cardinals. He He's going to have a phenomenal start. I like Fitz this week. You know, he's tried and true. He's, he's old man Fitz. He's... He's got a healthy Bradford. Well, you know, I mean, he, he's going to catch a lot of balls. I, I've got him catching like 90 passes this year. So I like Fitz. Week one, good matchup. Fire him up. Wide receiver two in your flex. Roll with Fitz. He's going to be a you're, – you're, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, you're you're going to be surprisingly uh, happy with that play, especially after the week. I know it might be scary submitting him into your lineup and whatnot, but – you're not going to be disappointed. Next, we got some tight ends. We got David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns. He's going to dominate some snaps. You got Josh Gordon, who's on a pitch count. Um, and he's got a, he's going to get a lot of targets there. And Tyrod likes his tight ends. He does go to his tight end. Njoku's a freak talent. He's, he's a massive, massive man. Uh, ripped as well. Anyways, I like jo- Njoku this year. I like him this week. I think um, Tyrod's going to dump it off a lot. And guess who? what does that mean? It's going to be Njoku and Landry. So 
Fire up Joku. I got him going personally in one of my leagues. Not worried. I like the matchup. And last, we got tight end Ricky Seals-Jones of the Arizona Cardinals. Who? Yeah, that's right. They're going against the Redskins. The Redskins gave up the six most fantasy points to tight ends last year. Uh, Ricky was a former wide receiver turned into a tight end. So he can catch the ball. He knows how to run routes. Who's his quarterback? Sam Bradford. Wait, wait, wait. Healthy Sam Bradford. What did what did Bradford do last last year, week one? He threw it a ton, looked like a stud quarterback. Bradford loves his number one receivers and his tight ends. He knows how to use them. That's why I'm going with Fitz and Ricky Seals-Jones. Okay? That's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, the next show is going to be week two waiver wire ads. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Please visit the site at fantasyknockout.com. Also follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Uh, good luck this week. Let's hashtag dominate your league. Let's start it right and get that win. All right. Till next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.